So, oh, looks like I accidentally started a brand new video. <laughs> okay, so basically, um, protecting the black woman is, is important to all humanity. Yes, it's true. And you know it. So if you continue to exploit black women and, and not value us for who we are, you know, we will cease to exist. And we, we may exist in a different form, but humanity will cease to exist. I'm not talking about ignorant black women, ignorant white people. I'm talking about a specific group of black women here that need to be protected and those are black women who are mothers nurturers lovers who um, builders black women who who are human just like you so i i challenge you today and i challenge you today to think about if you are not a non-black or if you are a black man you know what are ways that you can help protect black women would it be through just being kind being kind can go really far with us because we're already uptight because a lot of people do a lot of dumb things say a lot of indirect comments you know overcharge you for services because they assume that you don't have a, a real man next to you you know um they already assume that a vulnerability. So if you if you are um, assuming our vulnerability or that we have a vulnerability, then you will not level the playing field for us. We will have to work ten times harder to get the same breadcrumb that you're getting. You know, and a lot of times black women are having to go above and beyond dressing to the nines you wonder why sometimes black women we want to dress nice first of all black people we like looking good nothing wrong with that at all sometimes we have to actually go above and beyond though depending on the type of job we have just to somehow fit into this cookie cutter mold that society tells us we have to live in or that we can't have an afro. We can't wear our natural hair without somebody looking at it like. You know what people. The fact that that's still an issue is racist. Black people should be able to wear their hair how we want to. It's our cultural expression. But when you start restricting it. And you put in your standard. Duh. Duh Igor. That is racist. That's kind of like getting outdated. It is, I'm telling you today, I am outdating you. You're outdated. You, that frame of thinking is antiquated. It should have never even existed. But the fact that black people are, uh, me too, I've done it, will dry my hair. And then the next day it's back to an afro. But I'm blow drying it, drying it out, getting bald spots. I'm hoping that you will, you will accept me. 
in the meeting so that I don't, I don't look too different. You know, I'm going to I'm going to try to do all of this so I can look different at the meeting. I'm going to spend all this money so I can look, I can get that prey, I get the promotion. I'm going to stop laughing and talking to all of my black friends so I can move up in the corporate ladder. <laughs> Laugh at jokes and, and be uh, enact really harsh policies so I can be accepted. I will be two-faced with my, my people so I can I want to be loved and accepted so this particular system that we live in white people creates so much self-hatred that a person of another that color has to jump through hoops just to get one foot in the door not even both feet it can go in the door because you won't let both feet in the door but just for them to get one foot in the door I, I, I have been in the same boat. I have been embarrassed at meetings. I have gone through many different challenges. Oh my God, I don't even like thinking about it. Humiliated. You know, just different scenarios. So if the black man, now the black man can be a gay man or a straight man. Either one, if you don't support the black woman, she has done nothing to you, but you're too busy. I'm a shookin' and a jivin'. I'm a tap dance. Tappy, 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 tap dance. Tappy, tappy dance. I'm a shookin' jive. Tappy, 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 tappy. You know how many shookin' and jivers there are? <laughs> you laughing and being fake. <laughs> Laughing and being fake. Ha ha ha. Okay. So when you do that and you're not supporting your sister, your queen, then that's that's you're, that's already you're already putting your one foot in the grave. Because it'll be the same black woman that you have to turn to for something. But if she's all beat down or even deceased, how? Can she help you? Now you're going to be the one living in your own disgrace and stress. How many black women have we already lost to stress? You think black women were just, you know, good for, for raising kids and being mammies or something? But yet you say that we're animals and we're Jezebels, but yet we help raise your kids and some of us still are being nannies and mammies and I'm trying to understand why certain people have their children running around with no shoes on like total bare feet I have not seen a black unless they were on an island I have not seen a black person in America me personally now I'm not saying they don't exist in the in certain hoods or whatever but black children running around with no shoes on. And you'll be the same one. And like I saw this one and a half year old little girl today at the airport. Little Susie Ann. Her mom is trying to get her to push her little miniature suitcase. She's like, actually she was like two. 
treating her like an adult. Come on, let's go. She can't even walk hardly. And I just saw that and she's flipping the suitcase, it's heavy. I said, this is why, and then the little boy's running all over the airport with no shoes on. This nasty floor. And they probably have plenty of money. But they're the same ones that don't want their, their children interacting with black children. Or they say they think something's wrong with the black child. But you you don't even have shoes on, buddy. And it's in the pandemic and your parents are letting you run around like that. It's things like that. Stop thinking you're above people. That's my whole point. Stop. You know, so I just this is an this is an important topic. I mean, we have a multitude of things that are happening in the world. You know, and when there is a struggle for resources, then when you're already living in a society full of disparities, then what does the current economic climate do for the most vulnerable class, which is black women? Least fundable, least able to get any kind of financing. Why? It's like society has this grudge against black women. Like, we are the reminder of slavery. I think that's really what it is. We, for many people, if you wanted to like act like slavery didn't exist, we, when you see us, we remind you. <laughs> we remind you of the past. You know, I found out today, my, um, was it? not today, a few days ago, some, some historical things I'm not very proud of. You know, my great, great grandpa was a, a white man, peanut plantation. A peanut plantation owner he owned peanuts and my grandmother actually had to work the farm the peanut farm her and her siblings I mean that was a residual from from slavery that was her grandpa and when you tell me it wasn't it was so long ago slavery happens it was so long ago my grandmother was one it's like one step like that and there we go there's there's the plantation guy grandma's still alive boom boom that is not that long this is why there's so many disparities this is why there's so many struggles we want to sit here and ignore the ignore it I'm gonna want me to ignore the fire that's behind me. Oh, there's gunshots in Boulder. Oh my God! Well, there's been gunshots all the time in Aurora. You didn't listen. There, there's been shootings, but now there's shootings in suburbia. Oh my God! Time to listen. What do we do? What do we do with the drug crisis? Oh my God! So when it affects your children, then it matters. But you don't know this, some of you. You are the reason that there are a, a crisis in communities of color. 
you you were a direct extension of that because of the disparities that you create and co-create. So then now when you're struggling as hell, and you may even be making, as a person of color, you're making a decent wage, but there's still, there's still struggle. So-and-so sick. So gotta do this. This came out of nowhere. It's almost like sometimes feels like an algorithm. Something's just always messing with your money. You know, it's just crazy. You know, so these are things that are dead, dead on serious. Um, you know, things we can't ignore. And when you have people, I don't want my, I don't want my child to know, to to be learning that stuff in history. That is, it's not accurate. It's not the America I know. And you're the same one in denial. You're the same one that had a mammy. Your your great great grandparents had a mammy, and you're the same one with some black blood in you that you'll never want to admit. In ancestry, I don't even believe ancestry. Some of that, I don't. It don't even make sense. People migrate, and people like migrate marry people, so you can't just localize a person from just certain regions I just I don't know I I, I need to see maybe a four or five other genetic companies go against that now some stuff yes is accurate but I just wonder if we were to go back about 5,000 years what are we looking at 10,000 now what are we talking about that's what I want to know I want to know that past that would be amazing. Um, so we we have a lot going on economically, and we need to uh, black women continue starting your businesses, continue continue doing a wonderful job raising your children. For um, black, many black men listening, you continue to, to build their legacy. Continue. It's very important that we preserve our history. The good, the bad, the ugly. We have so many secrets in black families, it doesn't even make any sense. We, we don't even go get therapy. We're so ashamed. What are we ashamed of? Won't even go get help. You know, when you're living, when you don't know your history, you're doomed to repeat it. Many of us have incest and, um, you know, different terrible things. It could be um, drug abuse. It could be a lot of different situations. And it stems out of slavery. And when you say out of slavery, you have to think about what were your ancestors doing when they left the plantation. Some of them stayed on the plantation. Some of them were forced to be sharecroppers, which was still slavery. Working for a nickel, working for a penny. Half the time you wouldn't even get paid because Massa always said you owed him. 
Doesn't that sound familiar? That's why we have a credit system to constantly, you know, it's almost like a certain set of circumstances will can cause, you know, certain people to really fall into a, a bad place. If you're in poverty, if it's instability, with you lost your job. Some people lose their job to racism. Somebody said, I mean, that happens all the time. So if you lose your job and you haven't even been there that long and you try to go get another job and then look at your your employment history and you may be stuck working at a job that you really didn't want because you can't go for the job you really are qualified and that you need because they look at your race and then they already judge you. They're not considering you for a manager job because they don't want you to bring in more people of color. They want to make sure they pick that right token that's not that is going to go right along with what 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 the, they want instead of just doing what everyone else does they hire their friends they hire people off the street now in some cities and in places like that black people don't have these challenges so obviously i'm not that i'm not talking about you but for many of us that's the reality so when you when you are contributing to the system, to the poison of the system, you you dear one doing that, you are defiled. You are defiled. I am spewing you out of my mouth because you you're contributing to the very poison that we are trying to heal from, that we're trying to cut off. We don't want you. We don't need you. You are irrelevant. So this is why I say unity is what we need. We need people saying, you know what? This racing is dumb. Um, my kids are biracial. My my, I know my my history. I have this, this, and that. What am I doing being racist? I have really great neighbors who are people of color. I, I've traveled the world. I have friends all over the world. We need people like that. Color blind. They don't give a damn about none of that. And there are, I believe, more color blind people. There's a lot of drones though. I can't say it's probably 60-40 split. There's more color people willing to just work in harmony, do the right thing, 60%. And 40% of the rest of the world, in my opinion, are more probably drone-like. More prone to be an apple head. A puppet. A muppet. You know, more prone to get skin cream lightener. Changing their eyes. Changing the slit of their eye to making it more like almond instead of, you know, Asian. Okay, changing your nose. I broke my nose. Reattached my nose. And nobody knows. I have a new nose. And people stare. They stare and they glare. My skin is fair. But at night it's, it's actually really dark. You know, so that's the self-hatred. 
Um, and I, you hear me preaching about this because the world is jacked up right now because people, so many people have self-hatred. You know, and then particularly, um, I will say around the world, black women are the most vulnerable species. And I appreciate movies like um, The Woman King because that is based on a true story and there are many female warriors. Now the problem is if we try to show any kind of warrior-ness, we will be in handcuffs. If, if we even assert ourselves, that's why you, in the, my other episode, um, what does it mean when a black woman says she has to fight? What does that mean? If we even raise our voice, we could actually get arrested. I mean, I've had, I haven't really had too many bad encounters with police, but I've been close. Very close. So I was like, let me, let me, <laughs> let me not do this with you today. But I don't take anything for granted. Now, I actually work with police officers. I work with many different type of high-profile people, certain high-profile people, but, um, you know, these are risks that we take just trying to survive. I, th I always think about Sandra Bland, and she's the black woman that was um, found hung in her jail cell in Texas. forgot what part of Texas she was in. You know, and that, that just bothers me. Because she was simply smoking her cigarette in her car, and suddenly on a traffic stop, suddenly the police told her to get out the car, and it and it just turned into a whole nother situation. When you don't really know what all happened to her, she could have been sexually assaulted, and then she was hung. We don't know. Would we ever know? I believe that happened because of the way that man treated her. I mean, Martinez, or whatever his name was. So let's talk about the little bit about the elephant in the room. So there's an elephant in the room, and this is an important elephant here in the United States. Um, now I have. I have a lot of folks from Brazil that listen to this podcast, and you probably consider yourself Afro-Brazilian if you do. But there, are, there, there is a rising of people who are who are ethnic, meaning they could be Hispanic, they could be Middle Eastern, or whatever. But they click white on the application. They, they, that literally, I don't get it, but that's. That's who they, that's what they are. That's what they say they are. A lot of times that's what they look like. But they're actually of this other ethnicity. So why is clicking white, why is that so important? It's so important on the application because it means power. It means access to power. Okay. And right now we have um, we have a problem with certain um, 
I'm not trying to sound like I'm being racist, but this is a reality whether you like it or not. And my one of my great-great-grandfathers was actually um, from Mexico. Now he, I'm not saying he looked like, you know, like a Eskimo or, you know, no, he probably looked like just a black man. Because many black people live in Mexico and they don't want to talk about that. That, that is a subject that some Mexicans don't want to talk about that live in America. But many of the ones that are still in Mexico know about that. Many of people from San Antonio are very ethnic, like they've got, they're mixed. You can see it, you can see it, you know, they have black Afro genes and they're very kind. They were very kind to me and my grandmother, you know, I felt like I, I felt, I, I, it was different than some of the treatment like here in Denver or when I'm in Houston. And when you have a problem like that, that becomes even more complex because really race is a social construct. But if you have a new generation of people that are in, in positions of power and that are dominating the economic streams of life, you know, large families and different things like that, and you're raising them to not like black people, then you're, you are no different than the oppressor that we're up against. You are the oppressor. Stop acting as the oppressor. Okay? Because if you, it goes for Asians too, if you're in a position of power, maybe you click white on your application. Does that mean that it's it gives you the ability, like the right to oppress? No, it doesn't. You know, you, you should be the one really making the stand. That's what I'm trying to say. So now we have we have a more complex situation because if the resources are becoming more scarce and, and the supply chains are becoming more scarce, then it's going to create more um, friction and what they would call inner inner warfare within um, different communities here in the United States. You know, there's not enough money here, so well, these black people here, no, we don't want them to have this, so let's take that. Or, or this church has this and we don't have that. I mean, it's that's what's happened. That's what is becoming. So I felt the need to, to actually speak to you guys about that because I'm very aware of what's coming down the pipe and the best thing you can do at this time is to focus on starting your own business if you don't already have one if you and if you have one level it up continue to work on it a little at a time a day or if you, if you do a full-time you know teach your your young people talk to them about business um, create pathways, understand financial literacy, learn how to, to share, support each other's businesses. You don't have to like each other to support each other's businesses. You can be at odd with, with Mammy, Mammy Jenkins. Maybe Mammy Jenkins, is she's got a big mouth and she's just running her mouth. Okay, 
But if Mammy Jenkins sells the best sweet potato pies, or maybe, maybe Mammy Jenkins is actually a, an engineer. You know, she knows how to do business, but on a friendship thing, no. Keep it, just keep it business. Let Mammy come over and, and fix your, fix your stove or whatever she knows how to do. There's some sisters out there that are electricians, electricians, and I know, I actually know a few of them. You know, so that's kind of like the best advice I can give. Um, but we need to, in conclusion, we need to um, not only protect each other, we need to support the black, the black woman. I'm sorry to tell you all that. Some of you, you were lost in the fog. Because the same ones your butt you're kissing are going to be the, some of the same ones if they have their way, their families would lynch you today. When you're running up being Yelsa Bossa, they're the same ones drinking wines and cheering and drinking and laughing <laughs> about how stupid you are and how ignorant you are. They even know. When I say they, I'm talking about Jewish people, I'm talking about white people, I'm talking about. Asian, just different groups, they know how to unite on when it comes to business. So that's, we should be doing the same thing. So please, um, everybody check out PetWhisperCO.com. Click order now. Um, you will actually find an app there where you can download my app, pick up some accessories, um, get to know my brand. You know, I, I work with animals. I have a a single solution where it, it helps with third degree burns, hot spots, um, it'll also regrow hair. I have used this on my skin and on my hair. Um, I just locked my hair about a year ago, but I've been using this stuff for quite some time. Um, I created it for myself and rescued a pigeon, and I've been helping uh, humans as well as uh, primarily animals with severe um, skin issues ranging from rashes, insect bites, um, burns, um, hair loss, and it will regrow your pet's hair and it doesn't sting and it doesn't stink. This product is good for um, all animals, birds, cats, dogs, horses, and reptiles. Um, and so just check it out. It's called Healing Waters Hydrator and I hope to be able to share this with more of you and um yeah and that's what i have going on so i'm gonna probably close out i've been talking quite a bit i've kind of broken up my my segments um but i i look forward to sharing more and uh, keep your head up keep your head up okay and i'm gonna go to bed now it's really late all right talk to you soon in a pet whisper call of my ancestors near you